0: You are listening to KDUR 91.9 and 93.9 FM, also streaming online at KDUR.org. I'm your friendly Tuesday morning radio host, Adar, coming to you here with Off the Rim, a show connecting the Fort Lewis College campus to the broader community and vice versa. Broad is always getting broader and really it's up to me what we put on the show. So this morning I have Spencer Snar, adult librarian at the Durango Public Library, to talk about some writing that's going on during the month of November. Spencer, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm stoked to be here, Adar. So National Novel Writing Month, also known as NaNoWriMo, i'm excited to hear what you have to say about this from the librarian's perspective because i've heard about it and i tried it once like 10 years ago actually and um it's a big goal to take on people who who get involved in this oh it's
1: so daunting um i love national novel writing month um It's just, it's a huge task, but basically, this is a competition that's been around since the 90s. Um, It's 50,000 words in 30 days, which shakes out to like 1,666 words a day. Um, And the goal is to encourage writing, not to judge yourself, no editing, it's all um, getting words on the page every day, um, no matter what comes out. And then at the end of it, the idea is you have a novel or you have something to edit or something to work with. So um, it's definitely a big goal. And this year for NaNoWriMo, the Durango Public Library has set up a come right in spot. Um, And what that means is we have a dedicated space in the library just for writers. We've got tons of resources. We have a place for. For you to connect and share feedback with others, um, or a place just to go and and be taking on this task with other people um, or by yourself. So come right in with us.
0: That sounds so fun. It's it's November first when we're recording this. This is going to air a little bit later than that. But I'm thinking, wow, okay, maybe I could start this tonight and I could still get on board. <laughs> so this is is this. You said the first year that the library is a write-in spot, or have you done this before?
1: We, we did something similar pre-COVID, but this is the first time we've, or since COVID that we've gone back to in-person meeting, um, and a lot of NaNoWriMo has gone to virtual events online. Their website is amazing for more resources and more connections, um, but this is the first time in a few years we've been that physical space
0: kind of a different idea of how a library could be used than than just oh yeah if I need a book I could go to the library. Totally
1: we're all about um, changing the way our space is used and transforming it into something useful for the community.
0: I'm assuming that that's a big part of your job is getting people into the library and coming up with different ways to use it
1: bingo I mean I I love what I do but there's so much creativity well I should say and there's so much creativity that goes along with it to get people inside Um, but also to to meet people where they are my my language as an adult services librarian is definitely curiosity I have to know what you're interested in in order to know how the library can be of assistance.
0: So other than NaNoWriMo, there's something else that you wanted to tell me about today. And that is the page one writing contest.
1: Totally. So page one is a radio program that my colleague Nancy Stoffer um, has been running for quite a while now. She picks a captivating first page from a book in the library and reads it on air on KDUR and KSUT uh, to get people interested in reading and into the library. And she reads a different page one each week. So she and I created this competition called the Page One Writing Contest. And basically in conjunction with NaNoWriMo, we are looking for local authors or local writers to submit their first page to us. And we'll have a panel of judges Judging these first pages, and we'll select four winners. We've got great prizes, including gift certificates to Maria's and um, getting your work read on air on KDUR and KSUT. But we're accepting submissions for the page one writing contest all month long uh, from November 1st to November 30th. You can email them to Nancy Stoffer and I can give you that whenever, or you can drop off um, a physical copy in the library itself.
0: It's so fun. Okay, I'm biased, right? Because I have a radio show. But so then again, something you wouldn't think of, taking the written word and then putting it through the airwaves for people to hear. Totally. Yeah, it's
1: she has a fantastic program. So if you haven't heard it yet, you can check it out on KDUR or KSUT for sure. It's really fun.
0: Do you have any idea what time that program airs on KDUR?
1: Um, I don't have the specific times. So I have the KSUT times, but this is KDUR. So. What's, the, what's
0: the KSUT time?
1: <laughs> on KSUT, it's Friday and Sunday, I believe. Um, oh, wait, that's that might be KDUR, Friday and Sunday. And KSUT, 9.30 on Monday and 8 a.m. on Saturday. Something like that.
0: So... Any first page of, does it have to be a novel?
1: Nope. It can be any kind of writing. Um, And you don't have to have the work complete. One page for us is 300 to 500 words. That's it. 300 to 500 words, original works only, fiction, poetry, nonfiction, young adults, children. It's all welcome, all ages. Anything
0: could count as page one. So if you're listening and you have a story, a novel, uh, any kind of written work and you've been holding on to it and you haven't shared it and you want to, this is your lucky month. It's your lucky day. (laughs) This I I love that people are going to get bombed with this, too. Sometimes it's hard to get people to engage with literature. And if they're listening, they're going to hear it. Yeah, it's. We're
1: going to be we plan to read all of the winning submissions in January of the new year. So you have time to write and then you have time to tune in as well.
0: You also host Word Honey, Spencer, and you've come on the show before to talk about that. It seems like this um, getting people to write and, and share, be comfortable to share what they've written is a passion for you
1: for sure. I, I love writing. I believe in the transformational power of of getting your thoughts on page, um, whether that's through poetry or fiction, nonfiction, whatever. So I'm always trying to encourage people to try that or express that.
0: Do people come into the library often who you think are looking for inspiration from books for their writing? Do, do writers hang out in libraries?
1: Well, we, we don't require you buy anything to hang out, so I'm sure they do, but we also resp- respect privacy, so unless you're asking me for writer's resources, uh, I'm not quite sure why you're there, and that's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what do you think this might look like now that it's, it is National Novel Writing Month? What do you think the scene could be like in the library?
1: I mean, today, which when we're airing this is November 1, we had three people in there hanging out, writing, sharing ideas. Um, I'm thinking I need to throw some snacks in there, yeah. maybe some hot tea to like make people hang out and have more people come. Food is always a good um, method of gathering.
0: Right. So Is it allowed in the library? <laughs> uh, it's what
1: we're trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> in some places, yes, but maybe in our writing room for the month, we'll... We'll have to work that out. But um, it's been it's been exciting to see it start off uh, with a warm reception and see people actually using the space as it was intended.
0: It's a really beautiful space. If anyone has not been in there who's listening, right in the middle of downtown Durango near the River Trail, there's a lot of windows to see the river. And it's it's one of the nicest libraries that I've seen in a town as small as ours.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful place to work and I th- we get a lot of feedback that people enjoy the energy and the ambiance of the space. Now that it's getting a little colder out, it's also a warm place to be. It's really cozy. Um, that second floor is gonna be a nice quiet study floor. That first floor is no noise limits. So If you need to have a meeting or a conversation, I mean, it's still a very welcoming place, whether you're noisy or quiet.
0: You mentioned the pandemic and that now restrictions have really changed. There's a lot of spaces that people are welcomed back into that they haven't been able to be in for years. What has that been like is welcoming people back?
1: Well, I can tell you it was really hard to be a public librarian without being able to access the public. (laughs) So it's awesome to have people gathering and inside again. um, We've ramped up our in-person events. I mean, we're planning months ahead, but this year's Snowdown theme is Shakespeare. So we have so many fun ideas working for that. Um, And it's, it's just getting back to normal and getting comfortable with people again and helping people feel safe in an indoor space.
0: If you're just tuning in, you're listening to KDUR 91.9 and 93.9 FM, also streaming online at kdur.org. I'm your friendly Tuesday morning radio host Adar, and I'm here with Spencer, the adult services librarian at Durango Public Library. We've been talking about national novel writing month a I guess it's a competition but it's not really it doesn't need to be thought of that way it's
1: a challenge it's an individual creative challenge it can be a competition for sure but it can also just be something that you challenge yourself to do
0: every single day a writing practice yes
1: yeah without without editing just words on the page that's the
0: goal So this is your reminder. If you are someone who wants to write daily but struggles with that, November is a month when there's a very large international community of people out there doing this. It might be a good time to get motivated. Absolutely. When you write, do you type or do you handwrite? Oh, I old
1: school, pen and paper, and then scratch everything out and do it again. Uh, that's one thing that's been really exciting to see at Word Honey, our bi-weekly poetry group, is we create poetry at the group. So we don't come prepared often with something to read for the group. We have a theme or an exercise, and we write it out. and sometimes you see people like that idea hits and they flow and they're writing or typing using their phone, computer, notebook, or they're just frozen because sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't flow with like that. but I like to do a pen and paper for sure.
0: Do you use prompts at Word honey, or, or what are the ways that you get people get their wheels turning?
1: We have a couple of different methods. You'll definitely have to stop by and check them out and see if it works for you. Um, Sometimes specific writing challenges, if you will, like to write in a certain structure. um, And we learn about those structures, sometimes just themes, you know, oh, it's Halloween, let's write about something spooky. Or sometimes we have, um, yeah, prompts for sure.
0: But when it comes to the page one contest that, that anyone could submit to, there's no prompt, there's no theme, there's no categories, it could be anything.
1: Absolutely, as long as it's the first page of whatever it is you're working on. So the 300 to 500 words, any style of writing, we're just looking for your page one. We don't even mind if you don't have a page two. We don't mind if you haven't finished whatever the story is, we are seeking a compelling, um, captivating, exciting page one, something that we could read on the radio and share with our local community that uh, that you wrote. Absolutely.
0: So you want people to start writing something. (laughs) Totally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and if you submit poetry for your page one, that's going to be like a whole lot of poems, but I'm sure it's doable.
0: I think this is a loaded question to ask a librarian, but I want to ask you what some of your favorite novels are. Either all-time favorites and or some recent ones. So
1: that is such a loaded question. That's so loaded. And I've I feel honestly like I always blank on that question, so what I will tell you is a book that I'm reading right now that I'm really enjoying is called The High Desert, and it's a memoir and a graphic novel by James Spooner, and it's beautiful. It's about being black and punk and nowhere and um, his upbringing in Los Angeles in, like, I want to say the 80s, and it's I'm loving this memoir as um, graphic novel movement. We've seen it in... um, this another incredible book called *Gender Queer*. also there's just so many ways to draw and express um, life through a graphic novel that i find really easy to get into
0: i'm so glad you brought that in to show me and it makes me feel selfishly like i'm getting something that listeners don't get because i get to see the book in person and i i will be wanting to read that so so cool yeah um Are there a lot of graphic novels in the library?
1: Oh, yeah. We've got a, I would say, I mean, we're a pretty small public library for a city, but like we've got a great graphic novel section. The adult and the teen graphic novels are um, in the collection together. We also have a kids' graphic novel section. And I think it's really popular. It's got everything from, like the brain candy easy to read really pretty to look at things to some really deep and compelling stories and issues and topics there's there's a whole lot to
0: explore in that part of the library well we lived together during the pandemic and that was a unique experience that could never we were new roommates yeah. too <laughs> yeah within oh during yeah you moved in during the pandemic oh yeah never could be recreated what that was like, <laughs> but I know one thing that that I did to occupy myself during that time is read a bunch, I got really into this one specific genre of visionary fiction written by teens. So sci-fi stories, but more um, like imagining different realities, different possibilities in a positive way than the dystopian stories, and I had you and and also the youth librarian do some research for me and come up with a list of so many different books that were in this one specific genre that I wanted to read.
1: Absolutely, and that's something that we would do for anyone. If you have a favorite book or a topic in mind, you can ask your local librarian, hey, can you find me other authors like this or books that talk about this? You're going to have to tell us how many because we will just keep sending you titles. (laughs) Like We have a form on the website um, that you can fill out with things you like, things you don't like, and we will just respond back with titles we have in the collection, things that you could check out that day. And it's really nice to help people um, explore new ideas or just answer some questions that, whatever has them curious. Again, we, we deal in the, in the business of curiosities. Whatever you're interested in, we wanna help you find out more about that.
0: I know that if I was writing a novel, uh, that would be a smart thing to do is get a librarian to do a bunch of research for me about other books that are related or
1: yeah and the the young adult teen sci-fi oh my gosh that stuff is amazing like the themes that they that those items can can uncover or speak to um I I think it's really a fascinating realm of books. If you haven't dabbled in young adult fiction or sci-fi, definitely ask your librarian for some recommendations.
0: You're making me feel like, I need to clear my schedule to do some reading. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Yeah. I guess you're doing your job well. So how much time do you get to spend reading books? Um. I try
1: to make time every day. I think a little bit for me, even 10 minutes a day is is huge just for my my headspace, <laughs> my, my quality of life. And um, often I listen. So, you know, I'll be doing the dishes or walking the dog and I'm listening to a book and that just feels better than scrolling or being anxious or whatever else happens. Um, but, you know, on the clock not often I don't get to read on the clock that's just my personal time although we do have book clubs coming up but that might be another podcast
0: anytime you want to come back on the show and talk about book clubs talk about some of the art exhibits that are up at the library there's so much going on there and this is a weekly show so awesome thank you other than um then just getting in there and, and taking on this task of maybe writing every day. Is there any other advice that you would give to people that are trying to bring more writing, more reading into their life? It's winter, so I wonder if it's common that people are like, ah, it's, it's probably about that time that I should cozy up with some books.
1: Yes, but Colorado is also like a go outside in the wintertime kind of place. So I would say... If you're looking to do more of those things this season, this month, this year, um, start small. You know, just like any habit, if you're creating a new habit, you just want to take baby steps and try to incorporate into daily practice what you can. And, you know, if you need community, if you need help, if you need advice, Durango Public Library is a good place to
0: head for any of those things. Do you still have a book club where people can go and they don't even have to have read the same book? Totally.
1: (laughs) Um, Our next meeting for, we call those like non-traditional book clubs, you can just show up and talk about what you've been reading is November 10th. And we meet at 6 p.m. at the Durango Coffee Company. So we're getting out of the library after hours for that one. And yeah, you get to meet community, you get to learn about new authors, new movies, new titles, whatever it is that's been taking up your time.
0: So you you also write, I don't know how much you share your writing. I don't really remember any time during the time we lived together, maybe that I read your writing. So maybe not much. Yeah, no,
1: I I write for a lot of reasons but most of my writing is pretty personal. Uh, I still find it really helpful and inspiring to be around other people and create and listen and give feedback Um, but you'd have to come to a word honey event if you want to hear some of my work and that's because we've created a cool little community that it feels safe to share and be brave and explore things like reading your personal
0: work I think out loud. It feels supportive and like a container where you know that you'll be, you'll be received well. Absolutely. So Word Honey, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but just in case people haven't heard, give them the details.
1: Yep. We meet at 6 p.m. at The Hive, which is downtown 1150 Main Ave. And we meet in their indoor skate park every other Wednesday to write poetry And we'll be setting up some some open mics and some poetry events this winter season. But right now, we're just focusing on workshops and being available to create. It's a really cool space to create into.
0: I know that I got to come once, and I know that whatever I wrote, it was totally unexpected because, yeah, it it was different than what I thought it would be like. To do it with a bunch of different people all together, yeah. Um,
1: and depending on if that prompt fits for you or not, you know, there's there's a lot of creative freedom at those workshops to read old work, create new work, write off prompt, just write whatever comes out, and to share, not to share. And it's open for all ages too, which has been really cool to see everyone from middle schoolers to retirees come in and wow. express and create um, in a safe space for that
0: you see many Fort Lewis students there
1: we did last semester um, not this semester I know they have a wonderful um, still poets community up here for writing poetry um, and we're, we're trying to reestablish some connections so still poets come down get off the rim <laughs>
0: Always wanting students to get off off the hill and down into the community. I hope they do. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always want to share. I have so many things to say, so many things to write. Like I want it all to be just immediately out there. If I had an audience who would listen every day to something that I wrote, I would write a page one every day.
1: You are fearless. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I definitely picked up on that living with you
0: for sure. So that that would be a big motivation to me to know that there's a chance that something I wrote would get read on the radio. And again, people didn't sign up for this. They're just going to get forced to listen to it, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And unless they could turn the radio off, but probably when they hear original works written by community members, they're they're going to be interested.
1: Oh yeah, the 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 Page One competition for local authors, we've already been getting submissions, which is really exciting, and we've got a great panel of judges from KDUR, KSUT, Maria's, the Friends of the Library, and library staff to go through and and read these and figure out which, one will, which ones, which four will be the most um, engaging to read on the radio and share with the public. So I hope that people really get excited about that competition and submit their work. And um, yeah, I think it'll be really fun. I know we have a great wealth of local writers here, but I'm also excited to see new writers submit to this or people who maybe even don't consider themselves writers participate in a contest that's pretty low maintenance 300 to 500 words you know you have all november to submit that so Mm -hmm. and you can drop off a physical location at the library or you can email it let me spell that out for you is that okay yes please okay great (laughs) you can email it to nancy.stoffer at durango that's n-a-n-c-y dot s-t-o-f-f-e-r at durangogov.org
0: So that is the email where you can submit a page one submission anytime in November. Yep, And you can also walk right into the library and do that which either way you should do. Walk into the library maybe watch the leaves changing and some of the snow falling maybe meet some novelists. Oh yeah
1: take a walk through the stack, see what happens. see see what pulls you in. I'm always judging books by their covers and um, finding really interesting
0: things to either read or people to talk to while I'm in there. So we're coming, oh we're coming to the end of our show, as my timer indicates. Is there anything else you want to let listeners know to to end the show or, we, we could end the show in a non-traditional way. If you want to read, you know, open up a page from your graphic novel and, and just read. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: because it's a graphic it novel, won't come, it won't seem very no, good. No, I mean, the pictures really
0: bring it to life. We need the multimedia version of this show.
1: Yeah, no. So um, let me just tell listeners... If the, if you have any ideas, if you want to see anything in your community, your library is open to listening to that. To we, I mean, we are a living place. So if you have an idea for a program or art or books, bring it to us. We'll see what we can do.
0: Thank you so much, Spencer, for coming on the show.
1: Thank you, Adar.
0: You have been listening to KDUR 91.9 and 93.9 FM, also streaming online at kdur.org. I'm your friendly Tuesday morning radio host, Adar, coming to you with Off the Rim, a show connecting the Fort Lewis College campus to the broader community and vice versa. And today we heard from Spencer, local librarian, about novel writing, a local contest, ways to get your work read on the radio, ways to connect with other writers. So cool. So cool. Have a great week, everybody.